Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Half Gen Podcast. It's happening again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bobblehead Ross over here. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's podcast time. <laughs> it's podcast time. That's how I imagine, like, when we say it's podcast time and Russell's in the chat, I picture him going, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're very i'm great we're early today i don't have any of my normal lights on this is just natural light coming in and i'm just like oh my god yeah if yeah you know me i like recording early because it means i don't get grumpy about dinner during the podcast so we are we are recording early today um god very early like almost two hours earlier than usual um we were gonna record earlier but then i got stuck on a call yeah and then i got stuck in oblivion that's fair. I mean, but like, yeah, that's, that's a choice. I choose to be stuck there, you know, like it's, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one brief thing we want to touch on just real quick at the beginning. Notice Nat is not here. Uh, Nat has decided to uh, take some time away from the podcast just to work on some other stuff. So uh, we'll, he's welcome back anytime. Uh, and we will have uh, guests as well. Uh in the in the future but i think the the core cast uh for right now is just going to be us and you know what you get when you get just us yes justice for just us yep you get you get rambles and uh yeah we're toying around with some different maybe segments for the show kind of change up what we're talking about that sort of thing so uh so yeah but that's kind of the current status yeah so you know just to be clear yeah that is always welcome on this show there was no like, like, you know, this was a decision on his part. And I, I, I just like to say, as I have always said, Nat is one of my favorite people in the world. When I say that at the start of one of these episodes, I mean it. And he is always welcome back on this show. Anytime he chooses. Um, if, if Chris says it at the end of the episode though, he doesn't mean it. It's true. If I, if I yeah. say it at the end, that's fake. But if I say it at the beginning, mm-hmm. then I mean it, you know, yeah. yep. Yep, yep, yep. notice I haven't said it yet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we just we just played Divinity with Nat last night. We're all good. Yeah, no, I just uh, not that there's going to be like stream uh, or uh, uh, podcast drama, but then drama. It's like, there it goes. Oh, he's Nat left the podcast. <laughs> oh god, he's making his own gaming yep. podcast <laughs> called yep. the Full Gen Podcast. Oh god, <laughs> I'd be down. <laughs> I'd subscribe. <laughs> He's just going to talk about how he still hasn't finished Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, we just I wanted to, to get that out up front in case anyone had any questions. So, yeah. And yeah. Cause like it, 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 rather than wait a couple weeks and be like, Hey, have you guys noticed he isn't here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so God. that's that. That's that. Uh, today is also a special day. Uh, today is the uh, nine-year anniversary of my Twitch stream. Hey. Uh, so shout out to everybody hanging out and chat today. Uh, you're all you're all heroes today uh, in my book. You wonderful, wonderful people who uh, keep coming back every day and every week and every month and for nine years. I mean, some of these guys have been here for nine years. You've been streaming um, almost as long as I have been together with my wife. Yeah, it'd be ten years next year. Yeah. For, for streaming yeah. but um you know just a just a quick little shout out to everybody there you know as you know we stream this on twitch 
Uh, and half the reason we do it is for you guys. Cause you guys are great. And because you are, whether you realize it or not, you are part of all of our lives because you guys are, you know, you guys are involved when we do this, you guys, you know, check out the site, you listen to this show. So why wouldn't we do it for you? Yeah. Uh, just, so, a, just a couple of longtime shout outs, uh, you know, shout out to Jim for being the most experienced final fantasy 14 player of all time. Shout outs to for being a guest on the podcast. Right? Yeah. He's will that's will. Yeah. You know, so yeah. a, a long time friend of the site as well. Shout out to the meme God, Russell. He's been relatively recent, but a very welcome addition to the chat. And shout out to Uranium, who I will strive to continue to disappoint in every imaginable way. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know, <laughs> lifelong friends. Yes. You, <laughs> the friends you make on Twitch. It's the friends you make along the way. They're real. Yep. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, well, congratulations on nine years, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I wasn't, I wasn't reaching for congrats, but thank you. No, oh, you're welcome. I just want it to be clear. Yeah. It's if I don't say it at the start of the show, then I don't mean it, you know? So <laughs> uh, <laughs> want to get that out of the way. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> he says he expects nothing less, sir. Of course. Of course. <laughs> we will continue to tease lost odyssey until we're all dead. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, you're teasing me too. Cause I, I also would like to play that. <laughs> Yes. So it's, you're also not being fair to me, and okay. I don't appreciate that. Oh, well, good. I didn't realize I was getting double the fun. This <laughs> is reading his script. I don't have a script. I'm reading chat. Chat is right here, so that's where I'm looking. I'm looking at the bottom of the chat window on my other monitor. I'm bad because, like, I want to look at the camera, but I mm. always end up looking at myself or looking at you. Yep, same here. And so I I feel like that's everybody. I always feel like, man, am I bad at this? And then I see other people do video podcasts. I'm like, no, it's not just me. Yeah. During uh, that video I recorded that I believe still has not gone live yet um, that I recorded by myself. I made a conscious effort to look at the camera a lot during that to try and make eye contact, but it was unnatural. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing is like, if you're focused on something else, you know, I, I think it's important to stay focused on what you're focused on. Like right now I'm looking at me. This is me. I'm, I'm just, uh, that's me right there. Um, and I would move my camera over to be more, but like the monitor widens. And so I can't really put my camera there. Um, I really need to get a new camera. I've been really thinking about, cause this one kind of like every once in a while, it'll just pop off and just be like, Nope, disconnected. Yeah. I see, I see people with like, I see some streamers and like YouTubers, like crystal clear video. They are using DLSR cameras. DSLR. DSLR. Is it DSLR? Live fact, Jack. Hold up. I don't know. I might've said it wrong. It is DSLR. Yes. Is that what I said? You said DLSR and I got confused. I thought I said DSLR. And I confused myself. Gotcha. I meant to say DSLR. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Regardless. Um, but yeah, what they're doing is they're doing that. And then they've got like the Elgato cam link. Uh, and then they're hooking that up to their PC. Um, Halo Knight does that. John. Yeah. Okay. He does that now. Uh, and I always tell him cause it puts a little box on his head and I'm like, you're being targeted. <laughs> I'm like, somebody's locked on. They've got you in their sights. <laughs> Thanks soldier 76. Yeah. Um, 
I've thought about that, but it's just way too much money. It's yeah. way too much money for like where I'm at. Like for this, for this right. purpose, it's, this is all I need is a webcam. You know, I'm streaming mm-hmm. and doing stuff. You know, if I'm making, you know, thousands of dollars, you know, e- even like a year, if I'm making, you know, a, a grand or two off of this, then that's one thing. But like, I've spent more money on streaming than I probably spent on my car at, to yeah. a certain extent, you know? And it's like the same thing, like, you know, for, for this, for half gen, we don't make money. We run one, exactly one ad for half gen. And it's at the start of the podcast. We run one ad for anchor and they still haven't paid us. <laughs> Wait, why are we I, still doing it? I need to talk to them because <laughs> we still haven't gotten paid. What? The money what? is there. I see the money, uh, do but you? they haven't paid us yet. And I gotta then you be don't like, see hey, the money. So I don't know what it was because at first I, I, I linked the accounts. I think it's because, again, because I'm trying not to spend money. Um, I, I don't have like, you know, Half Chance doesn't have its own bank account or anything, right. you know, because right. like that – that's just fees waiting to happen. We don't make any money. And yep. so I haven't linked to another bank account, but like, I think they got confused because oh. they were like, Hey, cause I, I tried to be like a sole proprietor kind of thing. And they were mm. like, Hey, this information doesn't match. I'm like, what do you mean? It doesn't match up. There's no other information. So I made an EIN. So now half gen is a legal business. Are we uh, copyrighted? <laughs> I have the thing at the bottom of the site. I don't know. It says 2017. Is it supposed to be updated? I don't know. I don't know. Do I update that? (laughs) Go to sleep. So, so like half gen has like its own business identifier now. So we're, we're technically a business. Um, so I updated all that info and they were like, cool, you're good. And I'm like, okay, but why haven't you paid me? So now I got to like talk to them because, you know, I'm like, hey, God, because I was going to split that three ways and I'll probably still do it. You know, I, I was going to split that three ways kind of between me, you and Nat and just be like, hey, you know, here's for all our hard work and I will still do that. Um, but like, it's not going to be a lot, but it's going to be something. But yeah, it, it, we anyway. don't make any money. We don't make money. The site yep. does not make money. No. We have spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars operating this site, and we have not made any money yet. Uh, broke by broke, we ain't got it. Ex- we run exactly one ad, and just because it's a podcast ad, and we can run it at the start of the episode, and because you can technically skip it. That's why I put it at the start, because you can technically skip it, and they don't like it when they're at the end. I, j- I have to. I it's have because to it's fake when it's at the end. It, yeah, if it's at the end, it's not real. Yeah. Um, I have considered though, like doing like a break, like taking a break in the middle of the recording and putting it in the middle because apparently that makes us more appealing to sponsors if our ads are in the middle of the show. Um, But I don't think we're there yet where we're going to get more sponsors. Um, Once they come knocking on our door, we'll reevaluate. Continue to support the show uh, by telling your friends. Honestly, word of mouth is the best. I got us on Pocket Casts. Uh, this week I did that. I didn't realize that was a very popular platform for podcasts. Uh, so we are now on pocket casts. Uh, so if you're listening this to this on another service, and you're like, man, if only this podcast was on pocket casts. And then I would just, I would listen every day. Well, guess what? Start listening punk. Cause I did that. If there's other services I need to get this on, you need to tell me, <laughs> you know, the stuff I don't, I just listened to Google podcasts until next lander wasn't there. And yeah, now it's... I listen to Pocket Cast. <laughs> this is not an ad unless they want to pay us. Yeah, Pocket Cast, my preferred. 
podcast. No, 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 not until money changes. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 no, no. Take it back. <laughs> okay, it's back. It's back. It's gone. Never happened. <sighs> yep, this is what the podcast is now. Just chaos. Thank oh, you, Russell. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a good effort. I, I appreciate that. I, I really went for it. <laughs> Again, you get me early, you get energy. You get me oh, late, you God. get hunger. I need this. I need this energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. Um, fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to talk about what you've been playing? Do you want me to talk about what I've been playing? Uh, why don't you dive in? Why don't you start okay. us off? I got... Uh, I have my notebook. I, I bought that that pen, like I said, a couple months ago or weeks ago. That bolt action, really stupid, expensive pen. It writes really well. I bet it does. And so I got a notebook so I could take notes on the games I've been playing. Oh wow! So I could take have, notes for future like stuff, you know, to yeah. write. Have you been doing it? Is that just not an extended McDonald's order? I have an app for that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Maybe a title. You should write that down in staff chat. <laughs> Which one? Um, the staff chat. Just I have an app. No, write down what? Oh, I have, I have an app for that. that. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, last week we didn't get a title out of the episode, so I'm sitting there trying to think of one the whole time, and I'm like re-listening to the episode. I'm like, I guess I'll use this. You know, I was so mad. I was like, everyone laughed, and I was like, wait, we don't have a title. <laughs> Nobody. That's how you know the podcast wasn't funny. Nobody came up with a title. <laughs> Damn fair. it. That's fair. <laughs> it felt like a failure. <laughs> well, we're always funny, so that'll never be an issue. Um, played more Destiny 2. Uh, Destiny 2 keeps crashing, though it might have stopped. Hmm. Here's a weird thing. This is a weird story. So I have been having these weird GPU crashes with Destiny, uh, which has made me really not enjoy playing the game. Uh so like to the point where I'm like, boy, if this keeps happening, I'm just going to stop playing destiny. And if I stop playing destiny, it's probably for good. If I take any extended period away from that game, I'm probably not going back. Uh, not for like any you've done that before. I've done like a couple weeks. I've done like two weeks or something where it's like, Hey, but those are like dead seasons where like, I'm not missing uh, anything, okay. you know, but like, it, that's the thing is if I start missing stuff, like if I'm not keeping up and I miss something, I, I just lose all investment at that point. Cause it's just like, I'm not current. I don't want to, excuse me. I don't want to fall behind. Like if I missed a season nightmare scenario, I would just be like, that would make me really strongly consider like, Oh God, do I really want to like do this? Just in, so that would be your scenario as a nightmare scenario. So you'd like it if you missed a season. Nightmare scenario as a potential title. And done. Continue. I don't like you right now. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so weirdly enough, it, it especially happened when I was trying to stream. And the real inconvenience in that is every time it crashed, it was a, it, it would be a driver crash. So anytime you would restart Destiny, it would run at 6 FPS and then crash again. The only way to fix it was to restart my PC. And... If I'm streaming, the last thing I want to do is keep restarting my PC. So I would play something else. But then there'd be days where it's like, no, I just I just really want to play Destiny. And the game would crash. Like the other day, within an hour, it crashed four times. 
and I had to keep restarting my PC, restarting my PC. And like, I was talking to EVGA and at one point they were going to like swap out my graphics card. Cause they were like, cause it was definitely like a GPU error. Like every time it came up, like Bungie identifies it. And the particular error broccoli is always related to a GPU driver crash. Huh. And usually it's for people who have like inferior hardware that can't run the game properly. Like, Oh, your VRAM filled up. And so the game crashed because it couldn't write to it anymore. Um, but I don't have that problem because I have a 3080. Have other people with 3080s been having the same problem? Yeah. So the, the issue Bungie kind of addressed it in last week's TWAB or the one before that. I don't remember, but they said like, cause you know, they originally, they didn't do the PC port. Um, Activision did that. And then, you know, they've been kind of taking over over time. But the thing is, as they said, when they went to work at home, they left their PC lab behind. So they don't have the hardware around to be testing the game in all these different settings. So what they've been doing is they've been sending builds to partners at like NVIDIA and AMD and stuff like that. And then they're doing tests and then they're sending it back. And that is slowing down their optimization efforts. Like when Beyond Light came out, the PC version of the game ran horribly. Um, And ever since then is when my problems started with my driver crashes. So a lot of people think it might just be a lack of optimization for Ampere uh, because that's happened before when uh, AMD released their Zen 2 processors, like the ones I have now, like what we have in our computers. Destiny 2 didn't work on them when they came out. Oh. For like a week, the game just would not run on those processors. Just period. So they had to go in, they had to do a bunch of tests, they had to get their hands on a bunch of those, probably from AMD, and then get the game running on them. Because they just couldn't. It didn't work. Um, <clears throat> so. Do you need to update your BIOS? No. That fixes a lot of things. That fixed my Elgato, but no, not for this. Okay. Um, no, so I, the issue is strictly Destiny. And sometimes, weirdly enough, Stellaris. Hmm. But that's also only when I'm streaming. I don't know. Some of it could just be OBS. But so I switched because I noticed recently, like, my CPU... I don't think there's anything wrong with my CPU, but like my CPU usage was skyrocketing on uh, OBS. And I was like, this is weird. Like you, it, it, like it used to sit in like the low, like below 10, all of a sudden it was in like 14, 15. Like I remember the other day I loaded up like outriders and on the screen, like on the main menu screen, it was 100% utilization, every core, every thread. 24 threads fully saturated is it is like the the thermal paste wearing off and it's overheating or something or that's no that's the thing the temperatures are fine oh the temperatures are my gpu hasn't hit 70 and this will make even this will be even better with more context my gpu hasn't hit 70 degrees like in months um and my cpu will sometimes briefly crest over 70 but doesn't stay there um, but no, like my, my temps are like sub 70, 90% oh, of the time. Interesting. Uh, like I got a damn good cooler and the GPU I got is also just damn good for cooling. Um, right. for anybody wondering, it is the for the win three, uh, the EVGA, the top of the line one with the, uh, RGB. Uh, it, it, you know, I didn't get it just because of RGB. I got it cause it was the top of the line model when I was <laughs> able to buy it. No, I bought it because this was the high end model. That's why oh, they yeah. put the RGB on it. Um, this was the GPU I wanted from the beginning. Funny enough, like when I was trying to get my hands on a 3080, this was the one I wanted. And Mm. I was so lucky when I was able to get it. Like you don't a lot for a lot of people. You just take the one you can get. I got the one I wanted, which is fucking incredible. 
But um, did you also get a text? Yep. That's what we like to call professionalism. Mine was on Sightland. Okay. Mine wasn't. Did you hear mine? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's, well, we might have to look into that after. Um, but um, what was I saying? Anyway, so I think they just haven't had the hardware like Ampere. And I think mm -hmm. that's the issue is that like, they probably tried to work it based on Turing. And then Ampere is probably just different enough that the game is like getting stuck somewhere and something is happening in the game. is just like, wait, hold on what? And then it's just crashing. So I switched to off of H264 to try and lighten my CPU. I switched off of H264, which is like CPU rendering. And I switched to the NV encoder uh, which is the NVIDIA proprietary one. And since then, my frame rate in games have been better. Like uh, while streaming, my GPU has still not gone over 70 degrees. And the other day I was testing it. I was accidentally recording with the GPU, with the NV encoder and streaming simultaneously. It did not pass 70 degrees. So for any buddy out there who's like, yeah, I have a GPU and I want to start streaming. If you've got like a Turing or a Ampere card, uh, you know, the 2000 or 3000 series, NV encoder is legit and you should use it. Uh, I was able to turn up my, my resolution. Uh, I went from, cause I play on ultra wide. So you got to downsample that. Uh, and that has its own, you know, kind of struggles for that. Cause you're pushing more pixels by default. I was streaming in H264 at 720p. Uh, now I'm streaming at 900p again, which is nice. So I get a little quality boost for nothing, really. Like, I haven't had any frame loss as a result. Uh, no, like, additional heat or anything like that. So it's been great. Um, nice. This card is a wonder. And uh, anybody lucky enough to get their hands on one, you are truly, truly lucky. Because uh, they're great. But that I have not had a crash while streaming Destiny since that Switch. Good. So that has been promising. Now, all of my crashes happened a lot, even when I wasn't streaming. So we'll see what happens. But I'm wondering if maybe that has something somewhere impacting it. But yeah, so Destiny's been crashing. But there's been um, I'm mostly talking about Destiny because the, the new story stuff came out yesterday. You know, their weekly story is still coming. Um, we are still getting progress. Saint 14 has finally come around. Uh, he he called them Elixney for the first time. Uh, he has finally put aside his prejudices. Like he had the talk where he was just like, you know, the the houses of today are not the houses from yesterday. He's like, you know, I can't judge them based on what they did. He's like, if we don't learn to see each other for what we are now, then we'll we'll just keep being monsters. And I was just like, wow, wow, this is great. Because <laughs> like Saint Fourteen could not have hated the Fallen more, and yeah. for him to come around and be like, "No, I'm I'm not like that anymore," and to call them Elixney is like a really like kind of shining moment where it's like, "Oh my god!" And now Lakshmi Two is the only enemy, <laughs> and soon we're gonna put her down. That's just what's gonna happen. Uh, counting down the seconds mithrax like talked to the people of the city and he was just like hey like we're here to help and like you know that's all we're here for you know we're not here to do anything like what you think we are and then like ikora was helping him 
And it, it was, it was a cool thing. I really like what they're doing. That story continues to be like exceptionally good uh, with, with how they're doing it. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I, I got to give a quick shout out to my boy fables word on the street is we've been here for nine years. Fables is an OG. I got to give him a shout out. Um, what's up my man. I love you. But um, yeah, so that's been, that's been great. Uh, Fables actually, you know, we, we can relate this fables uh, also known as uh, I don't remember what name you were going. If you were using your Fabian name or your Dante name on those gaming nerds, but he was, he's a, those gaming nerds alumni uh, as many of us on this site were. Uh, So you might have read his work if you have been with us for a long time. So you, you know who he is. You just don't know his name uh, on stream (laughs) and he was fables. But he he's a, a former alumni, so he is also friend of the site. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to go check out his work, Those Gaming Nerds is still up. It's still up. He said he was not going to renew it, but it's still there. Yep, so still he there. must have forgot. Oh, there's my <laughs> review of, of Rigs for PSVR. Look at that. <laughs> I think, what was the last thing? Did we, 2016 was the last year for that. So I don't think we put anything up in 2017. Because uh, we went to half gen after that. Yeah, it looks like that Riggs review was the latest thing. And that was uh, October 24th, 2016. That sounds about right. Because it was around then that Mark offered me the site. And then I talked to you and we decided to make half gen. Right, right. We've told this story does like probably a dozen times at this point, but uh Yep, got a PS4 Pro that weekend too. Yeah, that's the whole that's where the name came from and everything. It was great. Yep. That was us just sitting in the car. What do we call it? We don't want something with game in the name. And then I just put out a stupid idea and he was like, I don't hate that. And then by the time we left Best Buy, he was like, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's never surpassed. I like that. Yeah, no, but like, it's a good, I don't think it's <laughs> yeah. a bad name at all. No, and it lends no. itself well. You know, I think half gen podcast sounds good. It gives us some fun to have with stuff like Anagen and, you know, we can do whatever the hell we want with it. It's true. It's true. But should have uh, worked Jen into the, the short lived book club. Book Well, we tried that, but that was it half gen book club. Flow. I think was the title we ended up yeah, believing was. was the best one. It was um, way far more formal than, but I mean, co- like, like, listen, we had the name, the Jennies for, yeah, we had that before for those gaming nerds, but it was so much better with half gen. <laughs> the half jennies you know like (laughs) it's just so much better we made the name so much better without even trying (laughs) yep just worked out (laughs) just worked out that way but um yeah all that's all i'm gonna say on destiny 2 um i don't i have not been putting the time into it like i normally do i've really been trying to play other stuff uh as much as i can uh because i don't want to get like really behind what the heck is going on Oh, that top is coming loose. Okay. Um, I don't want to get behind on games, so I've been doing my damnedest to keep up. And so I've been playing a lot of other stuff. Uh, I've actually put a lot of time into Outriders this past week. Um, mm. Friend of the site, Halo Knight, uh, a.k.a. John. You hear us talking about him a lot. Uh, he's been playing through. He downloaded it on uh, Game Pass. So me and uh, another friend of the site, Uber, 
Uh, we've been playing through that. We've actually made a good chunk of progress in like the last week. We got him caught up to us. We've been playing. We've been having a good time. Um, it's really funny how whenever we play Outriders, we're always talking about like how the game is like, yeah, this game is totally fine. You know, just like we're just like constantly convincing ourselves like <laughs> don't like the game too much because we don't think we're going to play much of it once we're done. Like he literally said, he's like, yeah, I like this game, but when I finish it, I'm just going to be done. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, this seems like that kind of game. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is better than what I originally thought it was going to be. But at the same time, a little disappointing. Cause it's like, like he, he, he kept comparing it to Anthem. And I think it's not a bad comparison, except that I like Anthem's gameplay loop better than I did outriders or than I mm. do outriders. Um, I, I think Anthem did a better job kind of realizing it, it's flow uh, where outriders tries to do, you know, it, it's, it's really gears of war, but it tries really hard not to be gears of war. Uh, and that's one of kind of its biggest weakness is like how much it really tries not to embrace that, uh, with like its powers and how you regenerate health. It was really funny though. Cause like they'd be in the back line dying and I would just be like charging, like in a big group of people and I'd just be killing them. And <laughs> so I would just keep like rushing in, killing a bunch of guys. And John would be like, where's Chris? Oh, he's just in the big group of guys up there. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like, I, I really like how, how like you, the mod system for that. I, I really like how you can tailor your build to the abilities you want to use. Like I, I, I've stuck with the same abilities because I, I've, I've been really satisfied with how they're kind of working together. Uh, like I can jump in on a big group of guys. I can armor up, I can heal. And so I just kind of stand there in the middle of them, gunning them down. Uh, I got my first like really like unique type item, like my gold item. Uh, the other day it was like this shotgun and it came with like some really cool perks. And it's like, it's like one of those weapons that I'm going to keep forever because like, I'll be able to upgrade it later. Like it's the highest rarity. It's a gun that like when I reach max level, I'm going to upgrade it to max level. Like I'm going to take time upgrading that. Um, mm -hmm. It's my first tier three uh, mod. Uh, so that's cool. It, like when I hit enemies, it'll like track to other enemies and share their damage and stuff, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been playing and enjoying that, uh, a lot and I'll, I'll I, it's increasingly looking like I'm going to be finishing Outriders, uh, which is really yeah. nice. Well, if you want to hear more about Outriders potential future, check out how can Square Enix shine at E3 2021, an article that I posted today that I forgot to promote on all the socials. Go enjoy. I did it. You're, I already did it. You're a brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took so, care of it man i already put go, it up <laughs> go, go go read it i mentioned outriders in there yeah I, I, ridiculous I, I wasn't even thinking about outriders and then like you thought of it i was like oh yeah and then you made the very good point of like uh, hopefully alongside more improvements and i'm like yeah 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 hopefully yeah. that game could use a forsaken yes. <laughs> and hopefully not to be forsaken Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> last game I put a lot of time into this week 
uh, that I want to touch on because like the the big releases of the week don't really start coming out for us. Like the games we're really going to be spending a lot of time with till tomorrow uh, or when this podcast is live for anybody not watching it right now live. Um, uh, Necromunda hired gun. Not sure if you're familiar. Nope. Uh, so it's like a movement shooter set in the Warhammer 40k universe. Um, so you got like wall running, double jumping, stuff like that. They basically took doom eternal. They mixed it with a, a Metro vibe and setting. And this is going to sound crazy, but do you remember? I divine cybermancy. I do. I remember it being impenetrable for me. It weirdly feels like that in like, in a, in a mysterious kind of like, it's a lot of like mechanics. Like, like there's a lot of like, aspects to the game that are not like fully explained well enough that like, you just kind of got to learn as you play. So there's like that, that weird, like mysteriousness to it. There's another word I'd like to use there, but I can't think of one. Um, Mystery? No, like it, I can't do go. this right now. No, Here we I go. Can't do this right now. No, we're going to start it. So <laughs> no. instead of mysteriousness, uh, no, it, it, uh, hmm. like there, there's a intrigue. Yeah, but like more like uh like almost like the impenetrable like when you said impenetrable like it's just like I Divine Cybermancy explains almost nothing and everything obtuse. you have to fix obtuse might be uh, uh, an okay. So word. for anyone in chat or listening, I can never find the word that Chris wants ever, and it drives me insane. Yeah, I'm because all, I have I the best have words. Word. I- <laughs> he offers the best words at the. Best I offer the prices. best words. I do, and he never <laughs> takes them. What a jerk. I have the best words. Hold on. I have to write that down. Mystique. That's Mystique. That's close. From X-Men. Uh, it's so impenetrable. Mysterious. Uh, obtuse. Like mysterious isn't the word, but it's just like. It, I, I, cryptic. Uh, cryptic isn't bad. It's still not the word. Bad. No, it's still not, not the word. word. Still not I quit. The word. <laughs> I quit. I told you not to do that. <laughs> okay, I warned you. I tried to stop. I thought but I no. had it this time. I thought for once I might get the word you were thinking. Oh, of. God, there's a word though. <laughs> I didn't want to sit. I know there's a word. So, so I divine side Rancy. Great, great, great. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it, it's just like not impenetrable, but it's like, I, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot to it. And the game, the game isn't like very forthcoming with how everything works. Like I didn't realize there was like a loot system in the game until I finished, like I was picking stuff up and I'm like, what the hell? Like you can equip it or you can just pick it up. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm looking and I'm like, there's no inventory system. So at the end of the mission, it's just like, Hey, do you want to keep this stuff? And if you don't, it's going to turn into money. And I'm just like, oh, so there's like, there's like these like mod pieces that you can use that you can equip the guns to give them like electricity or more damage. And then there's these things you can equip to yourself that give you like a better, like I have a bunch of them that give me a better loot chance uh, or like increase the quality of my loot. And you can equip like multiple pages of these things. You can have like loadouts. So you can pick like a bunch of different guns and you can be like, okay, I want this gun, these got this gun, this gun, this gun. And then like, you have like a weapon wheel, but like you can get a bunch. And, and the way it kind of feels like Metro is like the setting. The setting is incredible. Like <gasps> I, I was fighting in like this industrial plant and they're just making like these big, like metal bars, but you just see like the whole like string of metal coming into the cutter. And like, they're just cutting off segments and like, 
like you could just see it like almost like molten metal just like coming like two, through and it was like like what like the conveyor belts and too human yeah but like it was just like this really <laughs> satisfying good. it's almost like you're watching discovery and it's like how it's made and you just expect the guy the metal comes through the conveyor and is cut down to size which is exactly what they'll need for the next step of production and i'm just waiting for that guy to start talking like watching the crayons be made you know and it's, <laughs> it's I, I can't i can't get my mind off of you saying yeah everything you carry at the end you can keep or it just turns into money and I just thought about everything in this room I would pick up that I would love to just turn into money. Just turn into money. Yeah. Yeah. There's so just much stuff. Like, just like, oh, yeah. money. Oh, look, money. Great. It would have been better if I had money. Th- this, this helps because I bought a house. Now I have no money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's how having money works. You have money uh, until you spend it. Yeah. And then you don't have money for a long time. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, <clears throat> But yeah, so it's got like this this metro system where you can like upgrade like the different attachments on the guns. So the guns kind of feel like this hodgepodge of like, you know, you can have like you can have multiple of the same gun, but spec differently, like one for range, one for like close up, things like that. And I, I only say metro because it's already got that vibe to it. Like you're going around like this hub area and you're like talking to these like the one dude who like sells like attachments for the guns. He's just like this skull and he's got like these tendrils. And he's just like floating around like like he's got his head and he's just going around like this. And he's just like, what have you brought for me today? And all the while his other like one hand has like a saw in it or something. And the other one's like another head. And he's just like, hello, what do you have for me? And I'm just like, you are creepy, but really cool. I like you a lot. <laughs> Uh, no, no. If you, the audio listeners really missed out on my impression of this, this skeleton skull guy machine, it's Warhammer. And that's the thing is because in Warhammer, like you look at that thing and you're like, oh, my God, who who thinks? And then you're like, right, right, right. We're in Warhammer. This is just Warhammer. every this is just a Tuesday for them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In like, case anyone's wondering crazy shit. And then it's just like, no, this is Warhammer. There are skull squid monsters just selling me parts for my gun yeah in, in case the audio listeners are wondering what the motion was it's a mix of scarlet witch dr strange and ralph macchio from the karate kid doing wax on wax off it's really the trio uh i might be describing a tech priest according to russell i'll take russell's word for it yes i'll take russell for 50 okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so there's so much to this game and it's so weird, but like you start a level and like, I'm in this crazy like train tunnel and the lighting is incredible. Uh, and like this game, like it has some performance hiccups, but it's got like DLSS. Um, so like you can get some really good performance out of it, but it, it just looks incredible. There's like weird shit going on. Like at one point I hear these people struggling and I hear a gunshot and I hear this lady falling through like this tube. She's like, ah, Oh, ah, ah. and then all of a sudden she comes out and you just see her screaming ah! she hits a metal thing and dies just blood everywhere that's, she just that's, hits like this platform she stops screaming her body falls but you just see this big blood stain on it I was like oh god that's it's, cool it's like R rated Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory yeah you know it's just yeah. going down the pipe instead of going up yeah so well R rated Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory that's just Snowpiercer Dude, I love Snowpiercer. 
Did you ever hear uh, the theory that that's a, a sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I have not. So no, that, that's cool. Tangent time. Uh, oh, there, <laughs> no, the, the basic summary. Sure, sure, so sure. like they're basically saying that the guy who's in charge of that train is Charlie. That's awesome. And that, like that the people who are working for him are the people he competed against for the chocolate factory. And so there was a disaster and they're like, cause of his crazy technology, he's the Ugh. only person who can make something like that. And so like it's Veruca and all them, they're all there just grown up. Wow. That I, there's a video on YouTube. It's like 20 or 30 minutes. I watched the whole thing and I was like, Oh my God. That's awesome. Cause <laughs> I, I love the Snowpiercer movie. I've heard the TV series with, uh, David Diggs as the main character who played Thomas Jefferson and um, oh god Thomas Jefferson and uh, Marquis de Lafayette in Hamilton uh, I've heard the show is actually really good too but I've only ever yeah. seen the movie with Chris Evans I've heard, I've heard the really show liked. and like the, the whole thing with like the kids he's trying to find a new heir mm-hmm. to replace him like Willy Wonka did with him brilliant brilliant and it's amazing I love, I love stuff like this. It's amazing. I it. And I, I, I've never like been more, itch- I wasn't interested at all in Snowpiercer. And then I watched this movie. And I was like, I need to fucking watch Snowpiercer. Yeah. It's, I love uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. It's, I love people grasping at straws, which is why no, but I this love... is totally feasible. No, no, I get that. No, it's, those are mutually exclusive, which yeah. is why I, I love digging into the final fantasy seven, 10 shared universe too. I love all oh, that yeah. stuff. I love that kind of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> oh. oh god yeah so tangent over but like yeah i knew you would get it once i just told you like the gist of it yeah but yeah so like necromunda is such a fucking crazy game because it's such a like sloppy game in so many ways this is a game made pardon me by the people who made um space hulk Deathwing, which i don't know if you ever played it but it was awful and then they made an enhanced edition and it was still awful even though they said they fixed stuff, <laughs> I played it. It's terrible. Um, and Good. so when they announced this game, everybody's like, oh, this is so cool. And then they were like, from the, you know, from the creators of death of uh, space Hulk Deathwing, And everybody was like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> don't put that at the beginning. Um, well, no, I don't remember where they showed it, but uh, I because saw it that somewhere. makes it real. If you put it at the end, then it's a joke. And so they were releasing it as this $40 game. And I'm like, this is totally a BSB game. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it on Steam. If I don't like it in two hours, I'll refund it. I played three hours. Uh, It's called Truth in Advertising. (laughs) Perfect. Fair enough. Like, this game feels janky. The voice acting is, like, kind of shit. The story is, like, completely forgettable. Like, I'm kind of already at the point. I'm still really early, but I'm just kind of, like, skipping through dialogue a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I'm reading it, but, like, they take so long to deliver it sometimes that I'm like, okay, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. And then I go and do stuff. I'm like, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. And I read all the things. So they didn't really tell me. I just know I'm going somewhere to get something. I know it's Mm -hmm. important, but I don't know why. And now I'm on this train and this train is fucking massive. And I'm like in the underbelly of the train. I'm on top of the train. I'm fighting these big dudes and I'm going to find this guy who like is supposed to know where like these silver talons are. And I'm talking to this dude, my character's talking to him. She's like, where are they? Tell me. And he's just like, you're really dense, aren't you? And he's like opening this door. He's like, we got to get out of here. The game let me just assassinate him. 
So I walked no. up behind him and I did the thing and I just do a fucking like doom eternal, like finisher to him. And I left. And then the guy's like, did you find him? And she's like, yeah, he was worthless. <laughs> like the game, let me kill the guy that I was going to say. <laughs> it was an option. Like it wasn't like a dialogue thing. I was looking and I'm standing over the thing and it just comes up. I don't know if it's supposed to happen. Here's the thing. I don't know if I was supposed to do it, but when I was looking at like the little thing he opened, it kept coming up and like if I was standing in the exact right spot, it would let me finish him. So I did it and I just stabbed him in the throat. <laughs> and I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> that was when I knew I loved this game. <laughs> uh, that was the moment where I was like, yo, this game is good. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Fuck. It, it's so... Weird. It's got like a grapple hook and everything too. And like every game is better with a grappling hook, but like the movement is incredible. Cause it's like doom eternal and doom eternal played so well, but doom eternal is like exhausting because they like throw all these tough enemies at you and you got to constantly be changing your guns and like, okay, use this gun and this mode to shoot that thing off that guy. Then I can take care of that guy and all that. There's no thought in Necromunda. You're just, you have your one gun that you really like and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to run around this room and shoot everyone to death, but I'm going to move really well when I do it, you know? And it's great in that regard. Like I, I fought a couple bosses. They were in like the Terminator armor and I'm just like back dashing, grappling behind them, shooting them in the back. And like by the end of it, like I fought like two of them and like, you know how sometimes like you fight a tough boss and you're like, Oh great. Another one. Like I was like, Oh yes. Like, let's go. I'm, I'm ready for you now, motherfucker. And I'm just dashing around the room and I'm like, this is incredible. Like I felt great. Like I got really close to dying a couple times, but like, I never really felt like I was always like, no, 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 I can do this. And Necromunda is a weirdly like really good game that has a lot of problems, <laughs> but I love it. I didn't That's know fair. I wanted it until I started playing it. Like I didn't know how, no, let me rephrase that. I didn't know how much I wanted it until I started playing it. And like, there's that initial growing pain of like the game kind of easing you into things and you don't get all your abilities right off the rip. But once you, once like you get through the first mission and the game opens itself up a lot more, it's so good and it's so fun and it doesn't have any right to be. And I'm just like, where was this in Deathwing? the game i really wanted <laughs> they saved all their good ideas yeah clearly <laughs> and like I, it's a fucking good game man i'm just double checking like it like the shooting feels good enough there's, there's some weird quirks to it where like if you're holding down the trigger like if you're holding down like left click to shoot and you reload your gun you have to release left click and then left click again before it'll shoot or if like you shoot and then stop and then shoot again very quickly, it just, it's like, it can't catch the timing. Right. So it just won't work. Huh. So there's a lot of times where like, you got to like m press a, a, an input multiple times to kind of get the game to be like, Oh, right. Yeah. Let me do that. Um, but yeah, I fucking really like that game. <laughs> I, I just loved when it let me kill this like objective guy and he was just like, we got to get out of here. And it's just like, okay, stab. <laughs> Did you find him? Yeah. He sucked ass. I don't know. <laughs> it's the oh. best part. It's the best part.
part, moment of the year, I got to stab the guy who was the objective. Most games won't even let you try. This game's just like, fuck it, do it. He's worthless. Stab him in the throat. (laughs) How we've played the entirety of Divinity 2. Yeah. Are we saying Necromunda is as good as Divinity 2? I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not. Not saying no we're, i've played it i can't that. say yeah, it. no i'm not saying that <laughs> um, oh. that's really all i got the only other thing i did want to touch on briefly um they did show the reveal for battlefield uh 2042 today um so it's near future they got to do 42 because they've done 21 42. The first game was 1942. Oh, God. And so that's... 2042. They've filled oh, in the gap now. Have fun, uh, future people, trying to figure nope. out the order these games were released. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's God. a nightmare. Because, oh. yeah. A um, couple of important tidbits. Um, yep. The cool, th- I'll start with the cool stuff 128 players on current gen and PC. So it's the biggest Battlefield game yet. And as one Jeff Gerstmann said uh, on Twitter, it is exactly half of a mag. Massive action game. It is one half of a mag. And on previous gen, it's a one quarter mag. I I love. He said that all shooters should be compared against the ultimate action game mag. He's the only person who would bring up mag in 2021. And I love it. And I love that he did. So yeah, Battlefield 2042 is exactly one half mag. Uh, We're almost to mag in almost the year mag. 2021. We're <laughs> almost back to mag. <laughs> God oh, damn God. it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mag. Um, oh God. <laughs> we're almost back to mag. Um, so there's like this global like catastrophe, you know, uh, climate change, stuff like that. Cold war with Russia. That's like turned into this thing. Um, there's no campaign, hmm. which like, you know, you... I, I get it, but still kind of a bummer. Uh, yeah. $60. That's the only issue. $60, no campaign and no battle Royale, which I'm not necessarily like bummed about. Like no. I am not one of, I am not, a popular streamer and the people who really seem to want a BR in every single game are popular streamers who lo and behold play popular BR games to get all their viewers or the people who watch those people. Yeah. AKA mostly 12 to 14 year olds. There's not, I've said it before and I will say it again. There is only room for so many BR games. Right now, I think we, I, I didn't think more than three would last. Uh, but I keep forgetting that PUBG is way more successful than I think it is just because nobody's talking about it. It's still the most played game on Steam a lot of days. Um, we have four realistic battle royales right now Apex Legends, PUBG, Fortnite, pardon me, and Warzone. Battlefield tried to compete and failed. I don't think they need one. I think Battlefield just needs to be a good multiplayer game. And I think its scale will attract the same people who would be, pardon me, interested in that. Not every game needs a battle royale. Uh, And also uh, fables in the chat. uh, Acknowledge that the campaigns haven't been especially good in a lot of these battlefield games. 
uh, and that, you know, reasonably it's better to have no campaign than a bad campaign. If this was a, I've seen it said online and I will echo that if it was a bad company game and had no campaign, uh, riots in the streets. Uh, but well, you don't, you don't have to worry about that because EA is going to announce that at E3 new battle, new bad company game. They're not going to do that. They just announced 2042. Don't worry about it. I want bad company three. <laughs> I want my new bad company. Is that an Um, <laughs> Yeah. So no BR, no campaign. Uh, 128 players. They're going to have like some new modes. They're going to have like these specialist classes. So now like black ops four had specialist classes. So like, instead of having like the four core, like, you know, uh, like medic assault, uh, engineer stuff like that. They're going to have like these customizable, like specialist classes who have like one or two set skills themselves. And then you can customize everything else. Um, so they have, that coming and so now everybody's comparing it not necessarily incorrectly uh to black ops 4 because black ops 4 did the same thing no campaign they had a battle royale um but they had no campaign it was multiplayer only and they had specialist classes and everybody's like okay so ea is doing the thing that people didn't like when call of duty did it and now that's the concern of like okay you're doing everything you just have bigger scale so you just have to hope that like battlefields you know charm makes up for that. Like even in the trailer, the trailer was almost nothing because there was, there was like one segment that looked like gameplay, but it's just a bunch of dudes running through a street. Um, there was like some crazy storm that happened, like some electric tornado, like straight out of storm divers or something. Uh, but there was a moment in the trailer where there was these two fighter jets and one of the dudes gets out of his jet and shoots down the other one with a rocket launcher and then gets back in the jet and flies away. And I, I was just pretty like, hyped at that. I was, I laughed my ass off for about 30 <laughs> seconds. That was the moment. Everyone in the comments is just like, this is the real battlefield. Everyone's like <laughs> highlighting that moment. And they're just like, this is how, you know, they get it. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> it was great. Like he just gets out and you just see slow motion. Boo rocket he just lands climbs in and gets out <laughs> just like this is so stupid i love it oh, that's great that's great <laughs> incredible oh, um God. but yeah so like i i hope i hope they're just making a really good battlefield game i 60 dollars for a multiplayer only game rubs me the wrong way um, I, I just want to, I, I just want to break this down real quick. Okay. Because the game is available to pre-order right now on steam. I want to break this down for you. So the game by itself is $60 multiplayer only, you know, couple modes, specialist classes. That's it. There is a gold edition of the game for $89. Uh, that includes the year one pass. So that has four specialists, one per season, four battle passes, three epic skin bundles. And if you pre-order it, you get early access to the beta and a bunch of a couple other things. So, so are these specialists basically like the like the operators in Siege? Or are kind they going to be like defined characters where I, they you can I, customize? I, I would imagine, yes. Yeah. Um I don't see see Fable, I don't mind battle passes, but like the thing is, is when you attach them to a $60 game, like when Destiny does it, you know, that's for like, I, I forgive it when Destiny does it because they charge for their expansions, but they're doing like story and stuff. It's not just items. You know, you're paying $10 to get access to the seasonal story, the seasonal activities. There's there's more to it. But like 
Otherwise, I buy the Battle Pass in Apex Legends because Apex Legends is free and I want the stuff and I like that game. A Battle Pass in Warzone makes sense because you pay, you know, you're playing Warzone. Um, and it's free if you just want to play that. So, like in those games, they don't bother me. And even in Fortnite, like I don't I don't fault Fortnite for doing that. But you know, you pay them 10 bucks and it's incentive to play the game. And you get a bunch of cool stuff for it. Um, <clears throat> but when the game is $60 and then has uh, has that attached to it as well, I'm not, I'm not on board, you know? Because that's just like, here's the full paid game, $60 for a multiplayer only game. Also, here's a battle pass. And clearly, since they're adding four of them in the gold edition, they don't include the first one for free, like a lot of games do. Yep. Um, but it gets worse. There is the ultimate edition for $109, which yep. includes early access to the game launch, mm -hmm. the year one pass, the midnight ultimate bundle, which includes a legendary outfit, legendary weapon skin, and legendary vehicle skin, official digital art book, and exclusive digital soundtrack, as well as early access to the open beta, stuff like that. Um, if you pre-order the game, regardless, you get early access to the open beta. You get this melee takedown knife, the Mr. Chompy epic weapon charm. Uh, this game sounds like microtransaction hell. It does. It really does. And there's no campaign. There's no battle royale. They have a battle pass and 128 players. This gameplay showing on the 13th had better be damn good. Because... The value proposition of this game sounds horrific. Yep. Like, I'm with you, man. And I was excited for this game. I want to stress, I've been waiting for this Battlefield game because I am, I am ready to give myself to another Battlefield game. I have not played a Battlefield game regularly since 3. I want a Battlefield-ass Battlefield game. I don't think, right now, I don't think I'm going to buy this. Like I have the EA play pro and I'll probably keep that. Cause I, you know, I got to submit myself to Madden every year. Um, but I'll get the ultimate edition of this with that. So I'll probably just keep playing on origin, I guess. And I'll play it that way. But like, I would, if this was like a $30 game, I would have bought it. I would have just paid money to have it on steam. Cause I just like having it there all in one place. Um, but like this game does not sound good like the way it is the way they're selling it sounds horrible there's a, there's seven massive maps you know at launch um and then especially for like last gen consoles because they're still going to charge 60 bucks for it they get smaller maps less players and all the other issues and like this just uh, nothing about this feels good yeah it feels like kind of scummy ea at their finest i i didn't <laughs> i didn't realize uh, see she agrees yeah i didn't realize how much i hated it until i started talking about it and i was like oh my god this really when you say it out loud this sucks ass yeah, yeah. bark bark indeed bark bark indeed. indeed but like no this should not be a 60 dollars game i think ea is making a huge mistake and they're setting themselves up for failure short of this gameplay reveal being like you know, God, to, like short of this looking like the most fun you can have in a first person shooter. It's not going to fly. 
this game is is set up for failure. Yep. Yep. I wasn't going to buy it anyway. So that just makes it even easier for me. <laughs> like I had a bunch of people in like my destiny clan that were like, yo, like when the new battlefield comes out, we're going to play it. And I'm going to be like, you know, I'll play it. Cause I'll have the EA play pro stuff. Sure. But like, I'm, I'm not going to go out and tell people to buy this game. I'm not going to tell my friends, yo, buy the new battlefield. Oh yeah. Is it cool? Yeah. It's $60 and it's just multiplayer. What? This sounds like a free to play game. This sounds like this game should be free and they should make their money on cosmetics and battle passes. But they're charging $60 for it. It's the, the Doesn't make sense. we're in nowadays. Doesn't make sense to me. Yep. This sounds yep. this sounds like a bad value. But I'm sorry, I'm done. That was all I had. I didn't realize how much I hated this until I said it out loud. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Holy shit. This is bad. <laughs> it's poopy, according to Fables. The best word he could use to articulate how it feels. Poopy. Respectable. <laughs> Very respectable. Yeah, and that's 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 the thing. Uranium said everyone thinks just because it's because it's just multiplayer that it's gonna be better because it's the only focus. But the thing is it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be better just because the multiplayer was the focus. It could be better multiplayer, but it's still the issue of, does it feel worth $60 for what you're getting? It could be great, but like when Warzone is free, you know, and, and e even if they're not at, at that point, it doesn't matter if they're offering the same experience. If Warzone is free and everyone's already playing it and battlefield costs $60, where are you going to spend your time and money? The game where you don't spend any money and your friends are already playing it? Or the game that's $60 that's multiplayer only? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uranium, I think you're thinking of uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, that reason, had a campaign. It did have a campaign, which I enjoyed. And also, it was crippled by microtransactions and a bunch of stuff at launch. But... They've done a great job. That game's actually super good now. Yeah, that uh, game has come full circle. Dice did a yeah. good job repairing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that game is like very like widely popular now. Um, yeah. It's very good. I just did an article a couple weeks ago talking about how EA is making like the small things count. And then they just did this reveal trailer. And I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. You assholes. Like, I, I was <laughs> on your side until you did this. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were changing. You're not. You're still EA. Yo, get get what's his face? What's his name? Who the the head of EA? Oh, it's the the main villain from Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Get him out of there. Yep. Get, like that. The leadership at EA is tragic. They are tragically bad and seem entirely out of touch with the industry. No, it's not. It's not House. I was thinking Andrew House, but he was at PlayStation. No, it's and I was the, thinking uh, Patrick Soderlund, but that's not him. He was head of Dice. Oh, I it was, I it was Is it Patrick Soderlund? Uh, I'm I thought he was Soder. with Dice. Patrick Soderlund. Um, Andrew Wilson. Andrew Wilson. That's it. Yep. Andrew Wilson is the, I did is it. the I did. Mirror's Edge Catalyst villain. Yes. yes. Andrew Wilson is a tragedy in motion, and he needs to be stopped. I'm going to say it. 
if you just Google Andrew Wilson, you come up with Owen Wilson's brother, Andrew Wilson, as the first result, <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing. Um, yeah, Andrew Wilson. By creating value, I mean, you like, yeah, by creating value for their shareholders, the only value is from Ultimate Team, is from digital cards, because most of their recent games have underperformed. Like their big budget AAA games, The Last Battlefield underperformed. You know, Apex is doing well right now. Titanfall 2 underperformed. I think Battlefield 1 underperformed or just met expectations. Um, Anthem underperformed. Oh, do you know that Andrew Wilson is also a director of Intel? He's on the board of directors for Intel. Well, look at where Intel's been the last couple of years. <sighs> I don't know why yeah, EA can't get good leadership. Like they had like, what's his name? John Riccatello, I think was there in like the 2008 era yep. where he was just like, hey, let's make a bunch of original games. And then people bought those and then they got him out for some reason because they didn't do enough. They had Square Enix standards of, yeah, we sold 3.6 million. Actually, it's a little disappointing. Yeah, and now Rick tells the CEO of Unity Technologies. And Unity's know. doing really well. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Oh. It's almost like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> Why do you get rid of the good people, EA? That could have been you. Um. Frostbite could have been a usable engine. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> I really, I really hope this game is good, but I just don't see the sixty dollars. I'm sorry, I'm not going to keep harping on this. I just, yeah, I just feel like we're going in circles at this. Yeah, point, I know, no, I, I, I agree, it. I agree. <sighs> what have you been playing, Ross? I know you said you had a lot. Yeah, it feels weird going back to it, but here we go. No, I'm sorry. How dare you? Tangents. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of stuff. Uh, put some more time into MLB The Show 21, uh, with my uh, career mode as a pitcher for the Royals. That's definitely, I think, going to still end up being my, the most hours I put into a game in 2021, potentially. Or if not, it's going to be shockingly high. Uh, that game's fun. And again, thanks Game Pass. Uh, we played Divinity last night. Hell yeah, we did. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you about Divinity. Okay. I have fun when we play Divinity. I'm kind of bored of Divinity. Like, I'm going to finish it with you guys, but I'm going to be completely transparent. On the second monitor, I was playing Griftlands in the downtime. (laughs) Because I was just like, ah, it's like, it's fun. I I think it's really your like your role in the team has unfortunately like if we're not talking to somebody you're kind of just standing around a lot. Yeah, it's like talking to someone or just jump in battle. Those are like the two times. I don't like exploring a ton. Like I like leaving that to you guys. I just don't find the world particularly interesting. Fair uh, enough. But but yeah, so while we were playing that, also while I was blind, it really limited the amount of stuff I could do. Well, you're not no blind, blind anymore, at least. Thank God. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, so Grifflands came out in 1.0 this year after being in early access or like whatever for like a year and a half or more. Uh, so I was playing that on the Epic Games Store, and 
man, that game is fun. If you like Slay the Spire, like I did, which may have been my game of the year in 2019, my personal game of the year. That sounds right. I can look it up for you real quick. Um, if, if you're not familiar with it, it is a uh, deck-based roguelike uh, that has two separate systems in the game. Uh, so it's actually pretty story-driven, but uh, there's three different characters to play as. You only start off with one and unlock the other two. I've, I just unlocked the second one. Um, they have different cards. They play differently. But uh, there's the normal... You take on quests. You can get into battles uh, like normal, beat stuff up, or there's a negotiation system in the game, which is similar to the physical battle system, but you have special negotiation cards and a a negotiation deck where basically they're cards and you're trying to take down the other person's argument. Uh, their their primary, their core argument, which has like a set amount of hit points. And then there are sub arguments that come up and have different effects. Uh, so it's, it's an interesting system. I'm not good at the game, uh, but I was having a lot of fun with it. I really like the art style. It's from this, it's from developer clay who made um, uh, uh, Mark of the Ninja. And um, oh, I just looked at their games. Hold on. It's going to bug me. Uh, Oxygen Not Included and Invisible Ink and Don't Starve uh, and Both Shanks. Uh, so, so, yeah, it's... Grifflands is super fun if you like kind of deck-based games with actually, like, pretty decent stories. Like, there's not... There's voice acting in the way that, like, there's voice acting in The Sims where it's not, like... It's not the actual language. It's just like a quick sound clip of them making a sound. But there's enough systems in that game to where I see myself kind of going back for a while. And it'll probably end up being in the conversation for my top 10 at the end of the year. Uh, but yeah, that's I haven't put a ton of time in, but I was having a lot of fun with that. Uh, put more time. Oh, quick yeah. interrupt. Slay the Spire was your game of the year of 2019. As it deserved to be. That yes. game is phenomenal. Um, what else? Put more time into Final Fantasy IV on PSP. Uh, hit a brick wall like I do in any JRPG before the PS2 era, really. Um, to where I make it through the majority of the game perfectly fine, and then I hit an area, and it's like, oh no, my characters have like fifteen hundred HP, and just random normal random encounters are dealing like six hundred damage a piece. That's a problem. Oh yeah, uh, that was especially egregious in the older ones because that yeah. was kind of to pad it out a little bit towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would just hit you with like everything here is stronger, better grind. Yeah, so it's uh, I've been grinding and I actually uh, am doing like a side quest to get the the ultimate weapons for each of the characters, which has been fun because uh, there's a specific boss for each one. You still get your party, but. Um, but yeah, that's fun. It's still Final Fantasy IV on the PSP has the most beautiful sprite work out of any game I've ever played. Um, it's gorgeous, uh, and everyone should play Final Fantasy IV. That so far, how I'm feeling about it is like how I felt about Final Fantasy VI, which is like I feel like the first half of six is pretty much perfectly paced, a perfectly paced video game, and then the big mid-game event happens. And it completely changes the game, which is conceptually super cool. 
but it completely breaks broke the pacing for me, which really killed a lot of it. Um, but for four, it ha- it's not doing that, and I'm really liking it. Um, I really like the characters. The story's pretty simple, but there's been a couple of twists that I honestly didn't see coming. Uh, yeah, highly recommend Final Fantasy IV um, if you like JRPGs and are in the mood for, for an older one. Uh, three games left. Xenosaga. The saga continues. I haven't been able to put as much time into it. Uh, I'm on episode one, but I did put a couple hours into it over the weekend. That game is definitely from the same people who brought you Xenogears and Xenoblade. (laughs) There is some (laughs) philosophical dialogue in that game that I just eat up, even if it's not good. Uh, Voice acting in that game is not great. It is early PS2, so it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I beat a boss who you're generally not supposed to beat, which was cool. So I got a reward. You pulled a me. I pulled a you. And (laughs) I was basically on the back foot the whole time because he, like, almost just two shot at my guy every time. And luckily I had enough ethers for my healer. You pulled a me. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Yep. So. Uh, yeah, Xenosaga is definitely kind of my back burner game where I'm just putting an hour in here and there, uh, when I can, uh, because the new time sync has once again become Final Fantasy 14. Um, I also played that. Yeah. I almost forgot to talk about that, but I'll let you take it. Yeah. So Chris and I both finally got through the Realm Reborn post quest before Heaven's Ward. We did it. We made it. We made it. We're in Ishka. Uh, we're in Ishgard. So, um, so yeah, we kind of just got there, um, before we had to stop, but I, I played a little bit longer and just did my specific class quests. I did a couple of them. Uh, I got my, as white mage, I got my special Lily, uh, that allows me to be a more effective healer and be able to have more fun as a healer to where I get these lilies that build up over the course of combat. And then, I have instant cast healing spells that consume them so I can spend my mana just on doing stone two over and over for damage until Hell I get yeah. stone three. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, just so, keep yeah. stoning. Yep. Just keep stoning. Uh, so yeah, the curse of my goal this year. And when I, I didn't think about it when I said, and will be the show 21 will have the most hours for me played. If everything goes according to plan, Final Fantasy 14 will have the most hours played because Chris and my goal is to get through Heaven's Word, Stormblood, and um, Stormbringers. Shadowbringers. Before, thank you. Shadowbringers before Endwalker comes out in November. Good luck to us. Which is a big us. ask. Yeah. Good luck to us. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I keep hearing Heaven's Word has the best story in any Final Fantasy game. So I'm super psyched about that. And I've heard a very similar thing about Shadowbringers as well. Um, I heard then, Heaven's Word was the best. I think at the time, Heaven's Word was the best story in an MMO. And then mm-hmm. Shadowbringers is the best Final uh, Fantasy story. That might be it. That's, that might be it. that's how I remember it being told. Is Heaven's Word was like, yeah. oh my God, for an MMO, this is incredible. And then mm-hmm. Shadowbringers was like, oh my God, for a Final Fantasy game, this is incredible. Yeah. And then there was Stormblood in between. Uh, but I'm excited to play through these. Um, I've been having way more fun with Final Fantasy 14 now that I we got past those those padded quests that they put in the game to buy them time before they put out Heaven's Word originally. Well no, so it's not they don't do that. It's not to buy them time. They do it it's end game stuff. So it's like, hey, here's a way to keep players engaged 
to set up the new expansion at the time those quests weren't as bad because you get like four or five a week and so oh, you would just okay. spend your week playing them I, I, so, I heard that a lot of those were just padding because a lot of them are just like simple fetch quests. Well, yeah, so. but it, it's it's all building towards the ultimate story. Uh, you know, when when it finally got good, it was all building towards that, which was to set up Heavensward. So yeah, gotcha. it, everything served a purpose back then. And, you know, they got rid of some of the most padded quests, but everything was to serve the purpose of, hey, we know we're going to make an expansion for this. We need to start getting people ready for it. We need to keep them engaged. They got to keep people engaged because they got to get that $15 monthly fee. Yeah. And to, to be fair, I love the last, the last uh, probably two to three hours of the Realm Reborn story. The last third, the last third of that post story is like really yeah. good. And everything before that is just entirely irrelevant and skippable. Yep. Just don't 100%. even, if you're, if you're trying to get through that, just skip through the dialogue, skip the cutscenes until hmm, when would be a good point to start paying attention um yeah i don't the, know the probably like the 2.5 patch yeah patch 2.5 yeah yeah probably then um when 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 you start seeing them talk about destroying an asian mm-hmm. that's when you should start paying attention yeah, or if you don't care about the Realm Reborn story, or when what's her face, the Moon start. Lady, Moon Lady shows up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, when yeah. you should start paying attention. When Tall Moon Lady with a PS2 face shows up, uh, yep. that's when you should start paying attention. You'll know it when you see it because it looks like a PS2 texture. I'm just stating facts. Yep. Character yeah. straight out of Final Fantasy XI. If I ever saw it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It doesn't sound like the most glowing review fables. I, I, I get that, but you know, you could also pay like 10 bucks to just start a heaven's ward. Yeah. Call it a day. <laughs> so you, could, you can just pay to start at heaven's ward. I mean, yeah, right now which, the free trial runs through heaven's ward. Too, it does. So like, the free trial does run totally through, do yeah. that. Um, yeah. Which if I was starting today, that's probably what I would do to be, to be honest. Um, but anyway, final fantasy 14 need to play a realm a reborn. More was a good enough game at the time and is entirely forgettable now by current final fantasy 14 standards. Uh, yes. 100%. Though I will say the crystal tower raids were one Those of were the cool. best things I've done in that game. The Alliance yeah. raids were so good. Like that was Those so fun. much fun. Just 24 players, three groups of eight, just like rushing in and doing objectives. And it's just like, you know, figuring that stuff out and like not having people be like real assholes about it. Like everybody was just like really chill and they'd get you up and it'd just be like, okay, this person's new. They've never done this. They figured it out pretty quick and they're just like, okay, let's help these people. Yeah. That's one thing about the 14 community, at least in game is that it's one of the nicest communities I've come across. I've know, heard different opinions at the high end, uh, but at the, at the, sure. Sure. At the high end and out of game, especially it could also be the server we're on. Cause uh, mm. we're not on a raid server. We're on an, uh, or no, we're not on a, like our crystal, our data center. I think yeah. it's like an RP data center. Oh, okay. And the, the, we're not one of the raid, like hardcore Raider data centers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Raider, yeah. Raider centers, Raider, um, Raider nation centers uh but yeah they're like anytime i'm in new content like in a a raid or or even just like a duty as part of the duty finder uh i'll type like this is my first time just so you know and people are super nice 
Yeah. It's like the most terrifying part is, which I haven't done yet, which I want to do because the next like class I want to uh, rank up in terms of the groupings of healer, tank, and DPS is tank. And tanks have the most kind of responsibility in those things. So, um, And just so you know too, Ross, people always mm-hmm. figure out that you're new. Uh, oh, yeah. Two ways. One, you will watch the cutscenes, and yep. two, it will say a player in your group has yep. not completed this yet, and they're going to yep. figure out right away that it's you because you watched yeah. the cutscene. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to be like, "That's the new guy." <laughs> yeah. Also, in one of those alliance raids, uh, which uh, I found out about, uh, white mages have a very useful skill to help new players, which is return, where you basically target an ally and bring them to you. So like one of the DPS was like standing in the way of a big attack and the white mage kept pulling him back out of the way of the attack. And the white mage is like, why do you think I keep doing this to you? Please don't stand there. And he was like, Oh, sorry. Which was great. I didn't Which know was that. great. Yeah. White mages have that That's skill. That's pretty great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's I'm I'm really enjoying Final Fantasy fourteen again. Which I'm really I'm super excited, excited about. to get into the new content yeah. on that. Like I wanna Me too. like not everything has been new so far, but like I wanna yeah. see like the real new stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like God, I wish my job gave me more vacation time. Because I would love to just take even just like two or three days and just like go hard on Final Fantasy fourteen and just yeah. like do a ton of stuff, but I don't get very many vacation days, which is a bummer. Uh, and when you have family who doesn't live locally, you have to use most of those for holidays. Which I, had also to, is a bummer. I, I had to have a talk with my manager because I used my vacation time. I was supposed to get two weeks, but the way they do it at work is they, they give you time based on the hours you work in a week. So instead mm-hmm. of giving you like 80 hours and that's two weeks, they'll give you like 70 something because you oh, only work like okay. an average of like 35, 36 hours a week. So I put in my time for seven hour days. My manager's like, yeah, you have to put eight, eight hours. I have to fix that. And I was like, but I don't work eight hours a day. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, when I come in for a shift, I'm like, and plus I take hour lunches. So I, t- I work a half hour less than most people anyway. Um, I'm like, none of my shifts are really eight hours. And I'm like, I don't work 40 hour weeks. And she's like, you know what? You're right. And I was like, I, I just want, I was like, you know, when they hired me, they're like two weeks. I'm like, I just want my two weeks. I don't care about the hours. You give me four hours a day. I don't care. I just want the days. And she was like, okay, no, you're right. She's like, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, you can do it. That's fine. I'll approve it. Cause like yeah. HR might come down and be like, why'd you approve seven right. hours? And now she's going to be like, cause he doesn't work eight hours a week or he doesn't work eight hours a day. Right. I'm like, right. yes. Like I'm looking right at it on her screen because she's looking at it. My last week's time card was like 36 hours. I just wanted to be like, look, I don't work 40 hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) Seven hours is what I reasonably work. Oh, yeah. So I I won that battle. So I got my two weeks, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Fight for every day. (laughs) I know. I know, man. Uh, They will take everything from you. (laughs) It's I I genuinely wish. Final Fantasy 14 would have been around when we were in high school and had all the time in the world. If we had the money, but didn't have the jobs. If our parents agreed to pay for it. Yep. It would have been the South Park episode for a while. It would have been amazing because that's just all we would have done. Instead of playing Vegas, we would have been playing Final Fantasy 14. I would have loved it. I would have. We probably, honestly, you probably still would have been playing Destiny too. Yeah. Because you would have had the time to put into it. We would would be playing Destiny and Final Fantasy 14, whatever's newer at the time. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> what a world. God, what a different reality. Oh, if wow. only just... half-gen would pay the bills, then we could do it all the time. <laughs> it's true. Let's start a Patreon. Yeah, uh... so the two people who still, you know, who... Li- I don't even want to say... Uh... Anyway, I just, pop- I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, as, as I was, as I was talking about Final Fantasy, I remembered that I left out the prediction in my Square Enix article that I wanted to happen the most. Final Fantasy Warriors? That, that's a very close second. It's okay. like a 1B. It's like a 1B. Okay. 1B. Because I did, I did include that. I, the um, more I think about that, the more I want it. Uh, right? Oh my want, God. It's I, perfect. I, until you put it into words, I didn't know. <laughs> and then like, you, you, just, you just talked about yep. the perfect game. And I was just like, God. Oh, yes. Just be a clown, yes. just like just slashing. Like, this is how like, clown it, plays in that game. Yep. Da, da, yep. da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't know what this arm is doing. Da, 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 yeah, da, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but well, it's it's just like how the city was so cool because it brought all the characters together and you could play as any of them. But like, I don't like fighting games, yeah, so no. um, I loved. Anyway. I didn't like the new one though, but I loved the first two. Uh, they were so. I, cool. I picked up the PS4 one for like five bucks. I don't and like I don't it. like I don't like the three on three. Yeah, really no, I, I don't me. like anything about how that game plays. Unfortunately, yeah. the first yeah. two though, oh, I yeah, still remember having epic them. battles with Tony, him being you know Squall and me being Cloud and just being like f- him being like Final Fantasy Eight is better. I'm like, no, fuck <laughs> you, Omni Slash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one HP my, comeback. My my number one prediction that I want to happen that I forgot to put in the article. Oh, you is, didn't put it in there. Okay. Yeah, I did not put it in there. It was a version of it was canceled recently. It was a mobile reboot of it. But I would love a complete or a mobile remake of it. I would love, as someone who wants to play through all the Final Fantasy games, would love a remake of Final Fantasy XI. I would play it. The community around that game that's still there, like, are still playing it all these years later. They've, they're still updating the game. Like they put in the trust system in that game. So you don't have to have players. You can have AI companions to help you get through most of the content in that game, which they brought back for Shadowbringers for dungeons where you can have like Alpha Node and like Thancred and stuff assist you in like duties. So you don't have to match me. Now I know Thancred's alive. Thanks, Ross. I saw it in a video review, okay? It's okay. Man, Philly is alive too. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I only know um, that because Will told me that she has a new voice actress in Heaven's Ward. And so I saw her at the end and I'm like, oh, she's not dead. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, nope, lost. she's alive. Uh, but yeah, I would love I would love for a remake of Final Fantasy XI. Um, like, that game is an example of one that, from what I understand, has just gotten better over time. Uh, and one that I would love to not have such an archaic system to get to play it uh, because like you have the Square Enix login and launcher and all of the BS that Square Enix does to make games harder than they need to be a lot of the time. Um, and, and like it was like designed for a controller cause it was re- released on PS2 originally. Well, it was well released PS2 and PC. Yeah. But like the inter the interface is way more c- controller based than it is mouse and keyboard based. Well, I mean, because PS2 was always the lead platform for Final right. Fantasy. So, like, it makes sense in it that regard, sense. but, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And but, like, you the, couldn't plug in a PS2 controller to a PC back then, which really sucked. Imagine yeah, if they like, had ports for that. Right? That would be crazy. <laughs> uh, but, 
but like now you have to like you have to install like this external mod to get like decent controller support in the game and other mods to like put the mini map in the game and stuff like i would love just a, a remake of that game because i want to play through it that I, is it won't happen because yeah. they just canceled the remake that they were doing for mobile um but it was my pie in the sky dream announcement yeah I, it's just like any any time and effort you put you, like you invest into that game like beyond what you're already doing it's just taking away from Final Fantasy 14 at that point. Cause it's like the only reason you would do that, the only reason you would go in and improve quality of life is if you wanted to reinvigorate the player base. Yeah. Oh, I, like, I get it. Yeah. That's no, why it I, was I, yeah. one of my just like, it would be cool. It won't happen, but it'll be cool. Yeah. I, I mean, see- that's the thing. If they did, and if they were like, if they looked at that, like, there's an opportunity for it though, Ross, because look at WoW Classic. Yeah, like if, if they just included it in the subscription for Final Fantasy 14 and said, look, we've improved Final Fantasy 11. You can go and play that now. And we've updated it to run more like 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suddenly it works. Oh, yeah, like I was basically the exact same end result. I was going to say, uh, just make it free to play um, and just kind of refresh it and make it more modern and free to play. But yeah. That's what I, I don't like. think they would do. It. I think they would do it like the WoW Classic way, where yeah, they would just no, be like included with the subscription, because then at least they can shave a little money off of that and just be like, "Look, I agree. you yeah, know, I agree." You still have uh, to be subscribed, fuckers. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uranium in the chat. I'm waiting for FF90. The FF not going to happen. Treatment. Not going to happen. No, uh, I put Final Fantasy VI to get that in my article because I I feel like VI is a arguably the best game in the franchise. But if you watch when you see my uh, JRPGs that I've beaten tier list of just me that doesn't hold true so it changes on a day-to-day basis apparently of what I think is my favorite Final Fantasy game <laughs> if, if if I were Square and like if I was looking at like post Final Fantasy 7 remake realistically if I were to do games they would go in order as follows okay yep. 8 because 8 came right after 7 came right after the peak of the franchise's popularity so and divisive. eight, yep. hmm? but it's so divisive. I feel like I know, they but go that's, straight into eight. no, no, no. But that's exactly why they would do eight because they could fix it. They could take eight because they yeah. know that eight is good and popular in spite of all of its intricacies and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's confounding nature. You would do eight in this order. This is like the tier list. Eight, six, four, Ten. Nine. I don't think ten needs it to be honest. I think they would do ten before they did nine. I think nine did really well for them, but I don't think they have any intention on going back and doing anything with it. I think mm. eight is divisive enough that they could salvage something from that. Eight would get people talking. Um then I think six and four. Um and then uh, honestly, I think they would they would remake ten after that if they did if, if they kept going down that route. I think they would do ten because you're at that point, you've already done seven and eight, and you don't you don't go back to that well at that point. Mm, interesting. I would be yeah. willing to swap six and eight. You know, like it, it gun to my head, I might say six, but like six and eight would be the two they would look at first, and four would also be an option to modernize yeah. that story because it is so well regarded. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like they could look at eight as an opportunity to kind of be like, no, this game was good. You people were wrong, and we're going to prove it. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it's a lot of people who played Final Fantasy VII also played Final Fantasy VIII. 
That's the thing is like they they go together. The the audience from seven is going to jump to eight. Just like they did in the PS1. That's why I think that would be the one. Because instead of going back to six, you know, because a lot of people who started like me, I didn't my first Final Fantasy was seven, you know, and so that's my generation of Final Fantasy. It makes sense for that target audience to go to eight. Not go back to six, maybe, but six would be the only other one. I I honestly think six or eight would be the ones and then four would be the only other one I would think they would actually do it for. And then Mm. it would go like ten, nine, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the chat. Uh, I feel like Final Fantasy 16 is the spiritual successor to FF9, done in the action RPG style. I'm super psyched for Final Fantasy 16. I'm super psyched for that game. Um, Wait, how is 16 a spiritual successor to 9? Because it's it's fantasy. That's I think that's what the point he's trying to draw from, because it's like classic fantasy. Well, yeah, it, I think they said 16 is set in the same universe as 1, isn't it? Like the Hero of Light Did universe? They? Hold on. Oh, they, I, they, I know I know they implied that it was set in one of those universes. Like they directly implied it was set I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm confusing That's, that other uh, one. Hold on. Hey, you'll make me more excited if it's part We saw what happened with Snowpiercer earlier. I, I love shared universes. Um, um let's see. Also okay, no, it's chat. it's its own fantasy world, I think. Okay. Uh Squall is in Kingdom Hearts a bunch and Tetis is not that bad just as laugh not that as bad. bad oh my god it's just that describing. that 30 second cutscene that Sandwich, everyone cites for the entirety of the game huh. of saying that the game has bad voice acting it's 30 seconds that people yeah. latch on to and i get it so for what it's Let's worth i was go. incorrect and i was confusing final fantasy origins with 16 for a second but I, I, it is set in a fantasy thing but i don't think it's set in any existing final fantasy universe that, that makes sense you said final fantasy origins is set in the the one that was universe? the rumor is going to be set in the final fantasy one, like the hero of light universe. Oh, I forgot that still hasn't been officially announced. Right. Yet, has it? Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, it has been, which one is uh, in the uh, sandwich asks, which one's in the guard Garfield cart universe. Uh, well, it, it's a, it's a, it's a tough thing. Technically all of them, but also none of them. Uh, it really depends on your source where yeah. you're drawing the source material from. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's really just Tatsune Miku. Yeah, um, it's all Hatsune Miku. Anyway, I'm super excited for Final Fantasy 16. Um, yeah. I anyway, by the last game I've been team. playing. Yeah, 14 team. Uh, Yoshi P. Get on it. I'm uh, for it. Yeah, and then last game I've been playing. So I've had a really bad last like month and a half at work. Like it's just been really beating me down. Uh, so Next Lander was just launched with uh, former Giant Bomb staff Alex Navarro, Vinny Caravella, and Brett Shoemaker. And uh, they've been putting up VODs of their kind of uh, their first couple streams on YouTube. And I watched the day, the day one one. And I saw, I think it was Brad playing Power Wash Simulator and it looked chill. So I bought that game today and played Power Wash Simulator and it helped me to chill out. Um, That game is very therapeutic and I highly recommend it. It's in early access. I don't know what they could possibly add. It's perfect already. Half <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jen says it's already perfect. <laughs> yep, put it on the box. Put uh, it, put it on, on the Steam page. page. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's it. It's if you need to feel zen and wash some stuff, Power Wash Simulator is the way to go. 
but that's all I've been playing. There you go. Yeah. Um, tear down is pretty therapeutic too. I've heard that, but like it gets stressful at the end. Like tear down's therapeutic till it's not. I don't know. Um, I don't know if we had, did we plan on talking about like, we weren't doing like a segment or anything this week, right? No, this, this week was kind of just a, I feel like really just talking about what we've been playing and then kind of leading up to all of the big E3 stuff this coming week. Um, oh my God, E3 is starting. So it's going to be, that podcast is going to be, oh, wait a sec, wait a what? sec. Did something might, happen? We might need to, hold on, hold on. Uh, As we're holding. Yep. Um, yeah, E3 is coming and that's terrifying. Um, <clears throat> we might need to record on Monday night because I forgot. No, or I can just bring my, I'll just bring my mic. Um, so I'm going to be in Florida from next Tuesday to okay. Sunday. <laughs> um, but, oh, I'll just, I'll freaking bring this. It has the same quality. So, okay. Problem solved. Never mind. You don't have to move the podcast around. That'll work. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I will. Because yeah, I was going to say it's... Monday night is going to be late, my guy. Because Yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's, yep. Uranium. You should go to Uranium's house and record there. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's <laughs> I'm not going to say where I'm going to on stream. No, but, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll be in Florida. My wife uh, is uh, competing in a national competition. So that's why we will be there. E3 indeed, John. E3, E3 indeed. indeed, my friend. So um, so yeah, kind of like we said at the, the top of the show, this was just kind of a, it's a Chris and Ross show. So it's just kind of tangenty and talking about stuff and shared universes which we regularly cover. Uh, but yeah, it's worth, we're thinking about uh, maybe having some segments in the show, maybe talking about old games. We like old games uh, a segment or something like this is an old game that you need to play and direct it at the other person and just chat about it. I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. We get, Chris and I can talk about anything forever. So yeah. um I could so, still yeah, be talking about Battlefield 2042. If you let me, it's true. It's true. I could still be ranting. I, 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 I just stop them. Yeah. Um, well, I, I stopped myself. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. I, pre- I appreciate that. I, appreciate I, I had it under control. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if you want to join us, we will, uh, I'm sure, uh, Chris, I don't know how around you'll be for some of these presentations. I will be home. No. So I'm here tomorrow. I'm going to be out. I'm going to be out of state Saturday, but I will be here Sunday. You'll be. Okay, cool. So we can get a lot of it done on Sunday. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Cause Saturday, just for the chat's sake, I'll I'll run down the E3 schedule. Uh, Saturday, June 12th uh, is Ubisoft at uh, 3 PM Eastern and Gearbox at 5 PM Eastern Uh, Sunday, June 13th. You have the Xbox, uh, the Microsoft Showcase at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, Xbox and Bethesda Showcase at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, um, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yes. Uh, the, followed by another one I'm very much looking forward to, Square Enix Presents, which starts at 3.15 p.m. Eastern. I'm so happy it's on a weekend 
and yeah. not during the workday. So we'll be um, we'll be watching that live and yep, uh, maybe, right here on twitch.tv slash nightmare I was thinking we might be able to do it in a way where we can do like the video on Discord, like what we used to. And yeah. I can just try and overlay that, like the video in that in a way. So that mm-hmm. way we can just record that. Oh, so we cool. could have like the video on top of it. I have to figure out how I'm going to do it, but I think I can do it and get cool. it all like layered in OBS. So that way, like we can have, so kind of like how giant bomb does it, you know, we'll have like a mm-hmm. small screen for like the video and then we'll just be kind of on top of it. I'm done. I think That's we cool. can make that work. Um, isn't tomorrow Friday tomorrow or uh, tomorrow as of when this goes up, isn't that summer game fast or is that Thursday? Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. I'm just on the E3 specific schedule. Yeah. Summer Game Fest is Thursday at 2 p.m. Are you in? You said Thursday? Yes. This Thursday. As in tomorrow, as of right now. Um, I am hoping I will be home by that point. I have to run around to a couple properties. But uh, fingers crossed. If I am, Yes. Because that's the like Jeff Keeley jam. Yep, yep. The the competitor. Uh, but chat, yeah, just so, so you know, we are an official co-stream partner. So if you want that Jeff Keeley mask in Among Us, uh, you're gonna get that tomorrow by watching. Yep. So yep. kind of a big deal. Be there or not be <laughs> Jeff Keeley. Um, let's see. Uh, to round off round out Sunday uh, at five thirty Eastern is the PC gaming show and future game show. Uh, then starting Monday, 5.30 p.m. is Capcom. Uh, 1, 1 15 p.m., I don't know why they put it out of order, uh, is Take Two. And then uh, Tuesday, June 15th, is another big one, Nintendo Direct at noon Eastern, uh, followed by Bandai Namco at 5.25 specific time uh, p.m. Eastern. And then the last, uh, the finishing off with a bang, E3, EA Play Live is Thursday, July 22nd, which is after E3 ends, but it's happening then. So, which is. They're showing Battlefield at the Microsoft event. Oh, fantastic. That's where we'll see more of that. Well, yeah. So if you're going to be around for any of the conferences, feel, feel free to, to join us. Uh, we'll in watching. watching them we generally starting have with summer game fest we generally have uh, fun reactions that are i know i'm saying this at the end but it's true are 100 genuine when we see things i hope so, i'm actually home i have a dentist appointment tomorrow morning at 11 45 mm-hmm. i hope i'll be home for two it might be tight or you might miss the beginning of it but i missed or you could be in and out oh well oh no it'll, it's going to be an extended appointment Okay, then yeah, you might miss the beginning. I might miss the uh, I'll, I'll see if yeah. they can scoop me out. I'll let them know. I'll be like, hey, I got something in too. Can we just kind of... <laughs> Let's yes. just not do them all today. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think is I think that's it. Do you have anything else? No. Um, keep an eye on the site. We're we're doing a couple more. Um, I think we need to make a decision now. Yep. Um, are we going to do Ubisoft and Capcom, or are we just going to leave it at the big three and Square? I think we leave it at the big three and square. Okay. Fair enough. Because have- I don't, I don't care enough to write about Capcom. And to be honest, I don't really care enough to write about Ubisoft either. Fair enough. Yep. Um, 
yeah, so last E3 article should be going up tomorrow for Sony. Um, ugh, sorry, big stretch. Ugh, I've been sitting down all day. Um, uh, Summer Game Fest tomorrow. Uh, we will be streaming that. Uh, I will do my best to be here on time for it. I'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll make it work. But um, yeah, we should be good to go. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for listening. Remember, best way you can show your support is tell your friends about us and, uh, you know, spread the word. Let them know that Half Gen's still out here, you know, four years later, still trucking along and yeah. uh, putting out the show for you every week. You know, yeah. we want to put out if the best an, show we can. If you have an Amazon Prime account, use your free Twitch sub. To subscribe here, twitch.tv slash nightmare Mostly, most of what that money goes into is mostly site stuff. <laughs> so honestly, yeah. Yeah. So it helps the site. That you, money pretty much goes exclusively toward site stuff. That's how I paid for the Elgato. Yep. Money so Twitch sub money, put that Elgato in this PC so we can record the stuff we're going to be working on uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, we will have videos going up. Uh, hopefully this weekend for Final Fantasy VII Intergrade and for Ratchet and Clank. Um, so please be excited for those. And I don't know if we're going to be working on anything else. Uh, could be fun. We could record the thing we're doing next. That could be a maybe. fun video. Maybe we I don't do have, have to. to. I do. Have you to eat. I know. Yeah. No, I know. No, no. Take your time. You don't have to eat it fast. Take your time. Yeah. I might hop it back into Oblivion. Oh yeah, I played Oblivion. Yeah. That game is still so fucking good. <laughs> Patrick Stewart is a legend. And that is the end of the show. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, one more shout out just to my my wonderful chat over here for nine years of support. You guys are amazing. Um, thank you, everybody who listens to the podcast every week. You are also amazing. Everybody who has any touch with Half Gen at any point, you're wonderful, amazing people, and I love you. And we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.